Hi guys and welcome. Let's have a look at habit forming and breaking habits. Breaking habits and forming habits is something that we often all struggle with it. Habits can be incredibly useful and they allow us to perform certain behaviours without having to think too much about them. This can be something simple like brushing our hair or teeth every day. However, not all habits are healthy. We have developed some habits that we also need to break at times. So it's really important to understand firstly, it's estimated that up to 70% of our waking behavior is made up of habitual actions and making habits a significant part of our daily lives. But how do habits differ from reflexes? Well, reflexes are like automatic responses to stimuli, like eyes blinking or we pull away from a hot object. Habits on the other hand are learned behaviors often developed unconsciously and they are not hardwired into our nervous system like reflexes. So it involves a learning process and formation as we do it. And this is done by neuroplasticity or the ability of the nervous system to change the response to experience. It is a process that involves the formation of new neural circuits and connections between neurons which can support the development of certain habits. It's important to understand this and understand that how long it takes really isn't the answer that we're looking at because how long it takes really depends on you as a person and there is such a variation in this. And that is due to something called limbic friction, which is the effort or activation energy needed to engage in a particular behavior. The limbic friction can come from feelings of anxiety or tiredness and is related to the function of the autonomic nervous system. In order to overcome the limbic friction and form a habit, it's important to start small and gradually increase the frequency during the desired behavior. It's also helpful to have a clear goal in mind to do this as well. And remember that everyone is different. There are always going to be certain habits that are easier formed than others. If you enjoy exercise, it's going to be a lot easier for you to do it than someone else. And it's important to note that as you go through. It's also important to note that to think about your habits you perform on a daily basis and how they may be affected by limbic friction or the effort of activation energy needed to engage in the behavior. Because starting small with that and then working on the ones that are hard when you feel well will really help you to be able to build those habits in place better. When we go through the habit building, if you are feeling tired and don't want to get up and exercise, this is a high degree of limbic friction. On the other hand, if you're feeling alert and motivated, there is less limbic friction. As you work on building and consolidating new habits, it's important to be aware of the amount of limbic friction involved and to start small, always start small. And I want to keep highlighting that because with these 30 day programs, we're always starting so big. Forming habits and having autonomy in them is very, very important. It requires less mental physical effort and reduces limbic friction on daily tasks. So like cleaning our teeth, it can be done any time of day, good or bad day. It's useful to understand this because when we are building habits, if we can't do that any time of day 
and we are struggling with it on a bad day, then we've still got limbic friction there and it's still not automatic yet. When we also look at things, we need to understand that neurons that wire together, fire together. This process plays a role in formation of procedural memory, which is a type of memory that enables us to perform habits and routines automatic. And that's really important to understand. This allows the neurons to fire more easily, which can facilitate the performance of habits and routines. The process of stepping through the steps of habit or a routine in your mind can help to activate the neurons that are involved in performing the habit. And this can make it easier to adopt and maintain a habit. The psychology and neuroscience literature, neuroscience literature supports the idea of this type of procedural memory exercise and can be effective in helping to form new habits and to stop returning to the old habits. So using visualization can be very, very important. Understanding that it's not a specific time of day that's really the key in this. It is not having notifications that is the key in this. It is more importantly, if you're feeling focused and energized, take advantage of tackling the habits you're trying to learn. But on the other hand, if you're feeling tired or distracted, it might be better to save the habit for a time when you're more conducive to this state of mind. Also understanding doing your habit at different times creates habit flexibility. And this is important because it demonstrates that the habit has achieved a context independence. And this means that you can perform the habit regardless of the time of day. When a habit has achieved context independence, it has become reflexive, meaning it doesn't require much activation and energy to perform it. And that's really, really important to understand. It helps us if we keep trying to perform a habit at different times a day to really get that autonomy into it. When we look at breaking habits a long time, have you ever wanted to break a habit but found it's difficult to do so? This is a common challenge for many of us. However, there are tools that can help us to break these habits and there are practices that can be helpful. They are not necessarily specifically applied to breaking habits and they are, are though helpful in breaking those habits and it comes through neuroplasticity and to identify the specific protocol, we often need to look at the mirror image of neuroplasticity called long-term depression. Long-term depression has nothing to do with psychological depression or mood, but rather it refers to the weakening of a connection between two neurons. If neuron A is active and neuron B is not active within a certain time window, the connection between neuron A and neuron B will be weakened over time through long-term depression. Then what happens is we need to know how we can take two neurons that underline a habit and make them fire together. In, de in the long-term depression, this process is also involves the NMDA receptor as well as other molecule components. So it becomes very scientific there. But let's go back to the basics. One way to do it is the process of counter-conditioning. Counter-conditioning is a technique which we associate a new response to a stimulus that provides and evokes a habit. So let's just say, for example, that you were going to complain about someone. 
instead by associating the new response and going and saying something positive about someone that made your day, this can help weaken the connection between that habit and the stimulus. Another way to break habits is extinction and it involves weakening the eventual disappearance of a learned behavior that is no longer reinforced. So for example, if you are checking your phone first thing in the morning, you can try the extinction method by not reinforcing that behavior and not checking your phone. Maybe even buying an alarm clock that doesn't associate with your phone so you don't look at your phone until you've done the activities you want to do in the morning. Breaking habits is very challenging, but by understanding all of these processes, it can help a lot. Also understand that we can use procrastination. So we're all excellent at procrastination, putting the pro in procrastination. So what we can do is put the pro into creating habits with procrastinating on the habits we no longer want to reside in our life and not put doing them. And then eventually adding a new and counter conditioning it. So again, if we were watching TV and ate a snack, put procrastination on eating the snack and watching TV, eventually go and do your workout as an example or a walk. Another thing we need to be aware of is that if we are always believing that it's not going to happen, our beliefs will get in the way. So it's really important to recalibrate your mind and your nervous system and getting into your body is a really important part of that. But here is a few insights into building and breaking habits. I hope it helps you and I look forward to you joining me on the next podcast. Have a great day.